Welcome back to Jump Scare. I'm Betty. And I'm Chad. This week, we're covering 1991's Scary Movie. It's a quiet Halloween night. For just a few dollars, this place offers more than a few thrills. This year, we're going to give more than your money's worth. Are you going to get a ticket? Or are you going to get a ticket? Psycho killer escapes on Halloween night. <laughs> yeah, right. must have t- taken the wrong turn or or dang right you took the wrong turn or 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 so <laughs> i did not know there was a scary movie before scary movie the one that everyone knows or before scream was going to be called scary movie which is why they changed it right i've heard conflicting stories that they just didn't like the scary movie name i've heard that since this was out and called scary movie that they were afraid it might be confused with it when it went to video but i'm not even sure if this had got like a real video release or not because i'd heard that was one of the problems that it never came out on dvd was that there was just not very good film elements to it. They can only find like some like bad 16 millimeter, but I'm not sure. I've heard this talked about on podcasts for years, but I had never actually seen it. We saw this film on Tubi. Tubi, and the cover totally got our. It got my attention. Um, but it's kind of nothing to do with the movie. Yeah, it's one of those <laughs> covers. Um, it's a very, you know, I went in thinking it was going to be one type of movie and I came out like, okay, that, that was interesting. Um, this film was, like I said, came out in 1991 and it was filmed in Driftwood, Texas. Um, another Texas movie, another Texas movie. We just covered, uh, Bats. So, or maybe, depending on how we're going to release this, we maybe have not covered Bats, and we will later. <laughs> the Texas <laughs> movies are coming up. So, maybe October is Texas month. Maybe that's, we're just going to do all movies that were set in Texas for some reason. Because that's, uh, <laughs> so far, that's been the um, connecting thing between the two films. You have John Hawks, who's playing the protagonist, uh, Warren. Yeah. And some other random people who this is what a one-off for them. There was a lot of one-offs. Butch Patrick was in the movie, which is really weird. I didn't recognize him. Yeah, he's the guy with like the crazy curly hair on the side that was like kind of like well, they're all wearing I wasn't say cowboy hats, but like everyone's wearing a cowboy oh, hat. Oh yeah, in the yeah, movie. I know what you're talking about now. Yeah. So that's kind of he played Eddie Monster in the Monsters. 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 That's why I said monsters. No, you my said monsters. No, not monsters. Monsters. My no, my accent got in the way. Um, we chose this movie because well, I chose this movie because I thought it would fulfill my haunted house experience that I'm not having this year. Oh yeah. And it's also set on Halloween. I thought Warren looked like Ted Ra- uh, Raimi. He does look a little like Ted Raimi. 
He looks like what was the guy you looked up from uh, the new kid and Road Trip? Road Trip. I don't remember his name, but the main guy from that movie. Well, it's a little bit like that. And then I've heard him also described as a mix of Buster Keaton and Crispin Glover. Yeah, he's a unique looking fella. Yeah, and they go out of their way to make him look, uh, you know, stand out with his weirdness in this because he's got on like the super high waisted khaki pants with a belt, and then he's got on like the the blue, you know, button-up shirt with the long sleeves that looks like it's, you know, been ironed for 20 minutes before he wore it. Yeah, he looks very put together to be going into a haunted, a local mom-and-pop haunted house. Yeah, and it it starts off with him having, like, these terrible nightmares of, like, a a guy chasing him through the haunted house. And you can see he's, I like how their biggest way to let you know that he was kind of a nerd was they laid a slow pan by the Enterprise model on his desk. (laughs) They were like, just so you know, he builds Star Trek models. That's the kind of guy we're dealing with here. Mega nerd. Well, he must have been some kind of cool or something because when he arrives at the haunted house slash farm area uh he's hanging out with like the cool guy with the hawaiian shirt and you know the guy's not making fun of him i thought this guy's gonna come up to him and like pull his pants down and you know do some stupid 80s you know he was this kind of friend that actually you know he brought him a date yeah so So he he was a good friend he looked like you know like just a frat boy he was he was dressed some people were dressed in costume and some people weren't dressed in costume coming to this haunted house which is fair you get that at those yeah which is you know 1990 early 1990 so you could still do that now you're going through a haunted house you are not allowed to be in costume because you can do some crazy shit and then i love the mix of costumes that you saw where it's like the guy that's wearing the hockey mask but he's wearing the miami vice outfit (laughs) i kind of like that like the the uh miami jason Miami Jason. <laughs> and then there's just random people <laughs> dressed in... <laughs> yeah, <it's> like the... <laughs> oh, yeah. That might be the best, that may be the best costume. We'll have to do that one. Uh, but yeah, there's just a crazy mix of the people in the pumpkin outfits, like hobo clown. It looked like, One guy looked like he was dressed like the crow, but he had red, red lipstick on, so I was really confused about what he was supposed to be. <laughs> He was like, look, I got the kid out, and I just went to town with all the colors on this palette. And I love how later on in the movie, when the deputies were all got their guns drawn, the guy dressed like the crow with red lipstick, he just got a shotgun there with him. I'm like, did they give him that, or did he bring the shotgun to the haunted house? Because I feel like that's looking for trouble. First of all, this is Texas, and everyone is a-packing in the cars, if not on top of them. Yeah. It's in the car. It's not too far away. <laughs> So he probably just had that in the backseat of the truck. <laughs> he probably had that in his fucking underneath his clothes, for all we know, strapped to like his bag and with tape. Yeah, there were a lot of people armed in this movie very quickly. Well, wow. it takes place on Halloween, like we mentioned, and of course, like happens on Halloween, you just decide that's the best day to transport a murderer, a serial killer, <laughs> a mental patient. Yeah, like I mean, what else are we doing on Halloween? Let's just transport this guy. The van they have him in has to veer off the road because there's a cow in it because, you know, Texas. The van crashes, the mental patient escapes, and, well... Chaos ensues. Where is this mental patient going to? We don't know. We don't know. Dot, dot, dot. We're going to assume he's headed toward the haunted house because it's like, look, I escaped today. 
just so I can get to this haunted house because people wait for this haunted house all year round. I didn't escape on Arbor Day. I didn't bust out of here on Columbus Day. I busted out on Halloween. Yeah, I'm not trying to fucking, you know, sit on Santa's lap on a grown-ass man on Christmas. I'm here to murder people. I'm here to murder people and chew bubblegum and I'm all out of chewing bubblegum. Yeah. <laughs> so... A lot of this movie, I'd say a good half hour of it, is just them waiting in line Thank to get you. into the haunted house. Now it's like, am I fucking mad because I just spent an hour with these people in line? Or am I like, yeah, that's that's right. You be an hour in line waiting to fucking get into the haunted house because that's what happens when you go to those kind of things. And, you know, I love how the one guy, you know, the Hawaiian shirt guy that's his friend, that's Warren's friend. Him and his uh, date that he has for the night, they just stand there and constantly make out in line and leave Warren and his, you know, girl that he's never met to just have awkward conversation. That's fun. what an awkward conversation that is. There's so many things about this girl. Uh, Let's just, I'm going to leave some for later. I'm just going to do little pop-ups about the the chick that he's uh, going on this date, this blind date, I guess, with. She's a kleptomaniac who steals random shit from restaurants. Yeah. She has a salt shaker, a cucumber, and a roll of toilet paper. Yeah. What the F? I don't even... And, you know, she's wearing, like, this pretty white dress. We don't really... She said that she was a a virgin goddess. Well, I didn't buy any of that. (laughs) And then she has a big old ugly ass, like... Purse. Old lady bag. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, this is your grandma's purse, okay? This is not the like a hip, cool purse. This is grandma's purse that, like, has, well, a salt shaker, a cucumber, and a roll of toilet paper in it. Also, let's not forget the lint hair garbage-filled fucking Twizzlers that she just has just thrown in. They're not even in the fucking plastic. They're she just... just takes them out and insists the guy eat it, and he has to actually pull the hair off the Twizzlers before he can eat it. Because it has bag dust on it, okay? Yep. Disgusting. That was one of the scariest parts of the movie right there. <laughs> had to eat the filthy Twizzlers. Ooh, that's my band name, Filthy Twizzler. Oh my goodness. Well, speaking about scary scenes, do you think the movie had did the movie have a scary scene for you? What like scare level would you give this? It's very low, to be honest. There's not really that's kind of the problem with it is that there's not really a lot of tension or a lot of like real scares to it because every time you think there's gonna be something that's scary, they go out of their way to show you it's really not. Yeah, it's kind of very made-for-TV movie-esque. Yeah, there's no real gore in it, per se. You don't really see any goriness. You see some blood on the walls and stuff, but you could easily show this to a 10-year-old and they wouldn't be all that freaked out by it. I think this was the first movie for the director, Daniel Erickson. Yeah, he's also the writer. Who also wrote the film, yeah. He's a uh, local, a Texas local. So, I mean, it could have been worse... For his first film, there I have to say that there was a scene that got me like, which was the scene where the kid gets pulled into, quote unquote, the haunted house scene. Yeah. And I was shitting myself at that point because I was just like, it was so realistic. Like, I literally took it because the fear in the kid's face, I felt was like genuine. I didn't feel like he was kidding around. 
Well, this was the 90s. You could scare the shit out of kids in movies and it was fine. Yeah, no. He was very... I mean, spoiler alert, you find out that's his dad who's working at the haunted house. But he, like, grabs him by the fucking thing and lifts him up and throws him on the, you know, the stove and is very aggressive with him. The fact that he actually touched him at all should be an indicator. This is not, you know, a Halloween Horror Night situation where no one touches you. This is no holds bars. It's Texas. You're going to fucking get touched, you know, when you're in a haunted house. There's no fucking release form. It's the early 90s. Like, the good old days, uh, some may say. That kid had the most amazing, very strange-looking, oversized doll called... I think they called him Frankenpup. Yeah, I don't remember what they called him. Exactly. It was supposed to be the Wolfman. It looked kind of like Bubba the Redneck Werewolf. Because he was wearing like a plaid shirt and he had like on like the kind of like Frankenstein shoes. I think they may have taken several like dolls and combined them into one so they wouldn't get sued about <laughs> a specific-looking Wolfman doll. Well, he was pretty badass, I have to say. Yeah, it was a pretty cool figure. The haunted house is everything you expect a haunt, a, like a mom and pop haunted house to be, especially for that time frame. I thought it was freaking fantastic. I was very enthralled by the scenery inside the house. Like I was, yeah. and also my thought was, is this the fucking TARDIS? Because I feel like from the outside it looked very small, and then you're in the inside, and there's like ninety five rooms. Yeah. But, you know, you were only seeing them stand in line at the front of it, so you didn't exactly see how big it was. Because when you went through Shallow Grave those times, it didn't look that big at the front either. But then when you went through, you realized how far back that place went. Yeah, that's true. But it was pretty dope in there. Yeah, so they stand in line for, I feel like, I don't know, 40 minutes of the movie. (laughs) And I love how... Now, this this is true, though. This is when you get in the line at these Halloween Horror Nights things, and you get the guy either in front of you or behind you that inserts himself into the conversation with you and all your friends because he's there alone or he's not really into his friends that he's with or he just decides to do this and this guy would just insert himself into all their conversations laugh at warren you know make fun of him along with him like he like they had known this guy all their life and he was literally just the guy in you know behind him in line and he's just joining in making fun laughing at him through the whole thing and I was like yeah that that's true i've been to the halloween horror nights where you get the weirdo behind you or in front of you decides that he wants to become your new best friend yeah, he was always chuckling over there. I was like, um, I hope he dies inside the house because he's a fucking annoying. Get out of the conversation, guy. No one asked you for anything. Yeah, but I've been through that. And I know you have too, where you get the people that like want to just be your new best friend in line. You're like, no, no, I came here with people. I'm fine, thanks. So, well, sometimes I do want to talk to the person. Sometimes I am that person. <laughs> It depends. Is a person wearing a cool shirt? Don't wear a shirt if that's cool. If you don't want people to be like, cool shirt guy. Because what was the whole point of buying the shirt? Well, there's a difference in that and the like, oh, I agree. Your friend should definitely do so-and-so. Like starting to no, tell you these No, of course. Things. Yeah, well, he was all laughing and being crazy in the line. He was up in the line. business. He, they did spend more time in the line than they actually spent in the actual haunted house. Uh, I got a lot of... Um, Hell House LLC uh, because that's another film where people are going through a mom and pop haunted house and shit goes wrong and I really like that movie. Shit goes wrong and you know that they have they get the fuck out real quick you know. Yeah. Um, Well some do and then some unfortunately don't get out. But that's like whole scenario 
when the shit was going down, they everyone just ran the fuck out. And then I felt like that was the end of the movie. And spoiler alert, that, now that I'm looking back at it, that was the moment where I should have said, shit's going to be weird in this movie. It's not what you think. Because of that specifically, you, and let's just talk about, like, you have Warren go through the whole house and they really build up his character outside in the line. Yeah, there was a lot of see exactly how like nervous and upset he is and he's worried about he hears on the police radio that the serial killer is on the loose and that they're worried he might be headed there and so he's just obsessing about this and he's starting to see things like like things are moving fast and people are kind of like stuttery moving and like he's starting to really kind of get nervous about going to this house he's really having a breakdown over it and you know, at first I thought something was wrong with the film. Like, did they mess this up somehow? But I, I'm i pretty sure that was just their choice. They just kind of sped up some of the film and made it look weird to show you exactly how tense he was. He was very tense. He did not want to go in this house. And, you know, a lot of it I'm sure he went in so then, you know, he can hang out with the girl some more. Because he was digging the girl. He to tried. The, well, he tried to the point he dug the girl from afar when she was hot walking in the distance. He didn't mind staring at her boobs a lot. Yeah, and then to the point where they had some kind of conversation, but once like she released that she was a klepto that was forcing him to eat dirty ass fucking purse twizzlers, I feel like that's when he was like, mm, I don't know, but he kept on. He kept he kept he hung on in there to get inside. And her and the house, I think. Wow. When- I think I think he thought later was like, okay, she's a klepto and everything, but I don't have to marry her. When he gets in the house and he tries to kiss her who's kissing her she literally (laughs) she yawns during this kiss and i was like whoa so she's not into him at all yeah i feel like anytime when someone kisses you and you yawn either you've been up for like 90 hours or you're so not into them that you can't even fake it through that 10 second kiss that well the indication that she probably wasn't into the date after the whole Twizzler situation was when she decided she was going to pop some random pill in the line. (laughs) I don't know what pill she popped, but she decided she needed to take a pill. And then the next indication is when she's yawning in your face when you're trying to make out with her in the the freaking haunted house corner. Maybe she popped a Benadryl or something. I'm not sure. Maybe she did. She was like, this is, I'm done with this. But yeah, it was a very strange little relationship between the two of them. But yeah, you hear, like you said, you saw the scene where like you think the you know the boy's gonna get killed, and there's another scene that they lead you to believe that the killer's in there, and then you find out no, it's just another guy taking over the role that you were seeing the kid's dad play earlier. This guy's just a little more aggressive. He's a little more, you know, he he brings the the fake knife a little closer, and you just you thought the guy was in trouble, but no, he was just kind of freaked out that this guy was a little more aggressive with his uh, performance. Yeah, that that was the next uh, scene where I was just like, I thought he was really getting chopped up and the people were like egging him on and all excited, which that would have been cool. I felt like they... They kind of missed that one. They did, but then for a good reason, because then it not made sense later. So yeah. that was another indication. We weren't really like going into like the cues when we were watching this because we were just trying to take it all in. Uh, because there are a lot of, I would say, six sense kind of moments 
very subtle i i feel yeah. and you only and it's one of those things like you only know if you know the ending of the movie then yeah. you look back and you're like okay this is why these things were like that because it's gonna explain what's happening later on um i loved the hanging dead body room that yeah. he goes into oh my so easy and effective that room so they have all these dead bodies like hanging from the ceiling and you're going through it's like a little maze type thing yeah and you have to push the bodies out of the way to get to the other end of the room which i thought but they were all just straw you know straw with like clothes because there was like straw coming out scarecrow people basically. yeah scarecrow people upside down and that was mad freaky. Like, I've never seen that in a movie ever. And there have been a shit ton of fucking movies about haunted houses. That there was, was another, really cool. Yeah, there's another one that I like, too, where it was just the room with the chains hanging in it. It reminded me a little bit of, like, Hellraiser. Mm. Like, you're going through, like, just when they've opened the box and the chains are coming out from everywhere. Because it was literally just heavy chains hanging from the ceiling and everywhere you had to push your way through. It's a very simple but, you know, easy one to freak people out. Because if you've seen Hellraiser, you know bad shit's coming from those chains. The other one I liked was there was a room that he kind of stumbles into later where it's just a pile of pumpkins everywhere with, with like graves and crosses painted on the walls. It looked really cool in there. And of course he was trying to walk through it and he's, he's stomping on the pumpkins. He's getting caught in them and everything. It was it was a very cool looking room. It was. And let me tell you, all those pumpkins were rotten because he barely like, I mean, the guy must have weighed like 110 pounds and he's like way tall he's a very thin lanky guy there's no way that you know those were like fresh ass solid pumpkins that he just happened to step on i mean obviously i'm not an expert on like the pumpkin weight ratio of like your foot going (laughs) through but it seemed like it was very easy for him to put his foot through these pumpkins but and also like the room was very weird because it was like a room but in the middle of the room was like a pit and in that pit was another set of walls around like circular or squared and then the pumpkins were in there yeah so it was a very strange setup in there i wonder how long it took for them to build i mean this was a little indie movie this is not a big you know budget film especially yeah. for the early 90s for them to make all this stuff considering it was pretty, as low budget as it was they had a pretty large cast of people i'd say there was at least 50 people just walking around outside at all times now of course you could use camera tricks to make it you know different the same person look like different people you could change their costumes have them walk by there was a shit ton of people yeah there was a lot of people just in and out around the place it looked like a real like, if you go to one of these little, you know, like, little rural towns, this looked like their kind of scare thing they would have. Oh, yeah. But you know what? And I didn't see this anywhere about the film, but maybe this was filmed during, like, a time where there was an actual haunted house and they filmed in an actual haunted house. Yeah, I couldn't find a whole lot of info on the film, to be honest. Yeah, if you if you know anything about the film, please <laughs> email us at staytunedatthehorror.com. We would like to know. Maybe you're from that town where it was filmed. Maybe, like, you're you know relative is in the movie because we you know here in st cloud we had that movie that was filmed there there's relatives yeah i'm there's the whole everyone in the town was in that movie uh 10,000 maniacs 2,000 maniacs 2,000 maniacs 10,000 maniacs is the band <laughs> i'm thinking about the sequel with robert england it's 2001 maniacs <laughs> so no natalie merchant is not you know natalie merchant was never in a filming a movie here in st cloud um that would be cool but anyways 
Yes. So maybe that was like that kind of situation because yeah. that makes more sense, especially for a low budget that they already had a location. It was an actual thing. Maybe all those people were actual people with the exception of the people that were yeah in line and in line and, you know, that were part of the movie. Um, oh, my goodness. I did not see this ending um, until I mean, there comes a certain point where you're like, OK, this is what's happening. This is this is this is happening. And I felt like it went from being, I'm not going to say it was a kooky movie. Um, It doesn't have like strong horror. It has its moments. uh, But it took a complete turn. And I was actually, I I like the direction it went in. Was it, I mean, it's 1991. I'm thinking, I like to think of movies in the time frame of like when it came out. And like what other movies came out before that. Um, to kind of get a feel of like what someone might have been thinking when they wrote it, like their headspace. Because for me, I didn't think right off the bat, oh, that was terrible or predictable ending. Yeah, you know, it was it was very it was different, and it it you know you you didn't really see it coming until a certain point. There's a certain point when you, when you realize what's going on, and then you're like, oh, okay, like you said, but. For a while there, I really didn't... I just assumed that what you thought was happening was happening. And as later you find out, no, it's a little different. Yeah, it definitely... The movie took a complete dark turn. And it became... The tone of the movie changed. Yeah. And... I feel like it went from being like Evil Dead type. Like Evil Dead 2 kind of slapsticky, crazy comedy. To like an Argento movie at the end. <laughs> yes. Took that kind of turn, you know? It took a complete... We went from we went from Evil Dead to kookiness to hardcore Argento at the very end, you know? I give the film two and a half knives. Yeah, I'll give it two and a half as well. It's good. It's, you know, for a very low budget movie made nearly 30 years ago. It, it's pretty good. It's it was a fun movie. I'm really glad that I watched it. Yeah. I um, it's one of those things. It's like you know the Tubi and Voodoo we love because there's just so many hidden gems in there and films that we've never heard about or films that we maybe heard about but we never got a release on DVD. You know maybe it was just a VHS thing we weren't able to get. So it was uh, really cool to see this movie. I don't like the name for this movie. I also do not like the name for Scream being Scary Movie as well. Scary Movie to me, before it was a parody, sounds like a parody movie. You know, um, it definitely, I wish they, the like, they had a different name because it, it doesn't fit this movie. One, the movie wasn't scary. <laughs> so, you just lied to me, movie. I don't even know what the hell you would even call this movie. I, I, we're going to go with scary movie. (laughs) Thank you so much for joining us on another episode of Jump Scare. If you guys have any questions about the film or if you know anything about the film, have any back history about it, please email us at stay tuned to the horror at gmail.com. Thank you very much and stay tuned to the horror. And now, folks, it's time to say goodnight. We sincerely appreciate your patronage and hope we've succeeded in bringing you an enjoyable evening of entertainment. Please drive home carefully and come back again soon. Good night.